So there's a new article in AP today that, uh, surprise, surprise, the uh, Lincoln Project other co-founders were completely aware of Jeff Weaver. And no. have at least since June been receiving emails like, hey, Jeff Weaver told me to suck his cock for a position in the Biden administration. No. Is, is this woke? And they were uh, like, yes, yes, it's all going as planned as they put their fingers together like Mr. Burns. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, and of the 90 million Lincoln Project raised, more than 50 million went to firms directly owned by the uh, people running the group. <laughs> I saw a picture of uh, whatever his name is, Conway, the other day for the first time. He's a fucked up looking guy. George, George Conway? Conway? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was like a tall, <laughs> handsome fella. But no, no, no he looks. He looks like a troll. He looks like an Irish. He looks like an Irish bootlegger in the like, yeah. Atlantic City. <laughs> exactly. The Conways are the last true American family because uh, the wife is a ten out of ten barstool smoke show who goes on talk shows <laughs> to accuse the daughter of uh, being a Shiite terrorist. Versus the father is a completely smooth bog man who made a yeah. million dollars putting internet on the radio or vice versa. <laughs> Opinion. The election is over. Can we finally blame China for the pandemic? Opinion. <laughs> the coronavirus has helped us finally see China for what it is. Opinion. China should be legally liable for the pandemic damage it has done. Legally liable. Legally liable. Uh, we're still missing the origin story of this pandemic. China is sitting on the answers. Uh, these were all different nice. articles in the Washington Post, which just released an article today about how uh, COVID has fueled anti-Asian racist attacks. Wow. <laughs> the Washington Post is fueled anti-racist, yes. Asian, anti-racist, just <laughs> No, but yeah, yeah, it's super fucking cool how the bipartisan consensus is Cold War now. Yeah, and, I uh, too think that going to war will solve COVID. Yes, and now it's, and now Democrats and Republicans are both just doing the knockout game on, like, the 80-year-old <laughs> Asian guy who does massages in the mall uh, to defend American right. intellectual property or something right. equally is just window licking stupid <laughs> oh shit uh quavo the i guess rap guy <laughs> i'm so yeah, yeah quavo, uh, quavo rap. yeah quavo the man of rap person of rap uh just posted a video in puerto rico where he's got like a m4 with a chainsaw attachment on it <laughs> and sweet it, yeah, it's like exactly the gun from fucking gears of war <laughs> I'm very excited for the U.S. military to spend $15 billion buying these at cost and sending them to Palestine. Is Quavo manufacturing them? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bu buying these at cost, buying super soldiers of clones of Quavo. <laughs> Master Chief, but it's Master Keith and it's Chief <laughs> The next Migos album is just about being rich from being an arms dealer. <laughs> Uh, nice. This is a good bit, boys. Did you guys hear about this Marjorie Taylor Greene thing? What? Uh, for the last 25 years, she cheated on her husband with a tantric <laughs> sex guru. And then... <laughs> that's cool. And then she started cheating on the tantric sex guru as well with her, uh... Brother? Personal trainer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with her brother. She got stuck in a comically large uh, washing machine. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, shout out MTG. Uh, congrats on the sex. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool.
Pretty guys, cool. guys, I know that you both heard about uh, Bruce Springsteen getting a DWI <laughs> a couple days ago. The greatest thing possible, man. He does that Jeep commercial where he's like, Democrats, Republicans, we all need to come together and record a shittier version of the wait. <laughs> okay, There's okay, a but... little church in Kansas that never closes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the next day, he's on the Jersey Turnpike, like, drinking 40s, like, <laughs> killing a family of four, allegedly, in Minecraft. And, well, I don't know, that's cool. That rocks. I hate I hate to I hate to uh, be the bearer of bad news here, but the lying pig cop that charged him with the DWI lied about his blood alcohol content, and he was well under the legal limit. Fucking pigs! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, try, it's like really trying to fuck the boss. Bruce Springsteen. That's fucking awful. Come on, get an autograph and move on your way, man. Holy shit! <laughs> he wanted his saliva on his breathalyzer. White like, privilege only goes as far as until you bring up the fact that they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. <laughs> they, they blew, blew up his, his house, house too. too. <laughs> <laughs> today and asked if we had chocolate covered strawberries and we did but he was talking like so seductive and it's like chill you don't have them yet like (laughs) what he was talking seductively he was like he was like hello i was wondering if you have uh, chocolate covered strawberries Oh, is he trying to seduce you? No, yeah, I, don't, like, I, don't, I, don't I would like to buy so. you some. I don't think so. I think he was just ready, but it's just like you don't have him yet. Like he was just already horny. I guess he so. took a blue chew at six in the morning, and there's Andy. no one to yeah. talk to but Matt. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> he was Joey. If we want sponsorships, you can't do free ads. <laughs> Fine. He took in. Uh, dude, what if you what if you made a dick enhancer and you called it Lynn Wood, like after Trump's attorney? Yeah. Like a good name for yeah, a dick he took a Lynn belt. Wood. Yeah. All right, let's do the fucking nuts. Let's get into this. Uh, what the fuck is this about? This. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Judeo-Christian podcast on the left. <laughs> I am your host, Saint Joe. Nice. Uh, I am Danila Harris. <laughs> and I'm Matt and I, the one true god. <laughs> All right. All right, folks. As the number one Judeo-Christian podcast, as in uh, that's a real religion, it means things that make sense, everyone supports <laughs> us, everyone's happy to hear from us, we're going to talk mm-hmm. to you about one of the greatest dangers facing America today. The danger of a Catholic president. <laughs> There's a specter of Catholicism haunting uh, the United States. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, typically we're doing, we're just making fun of uh, <laughs> stupid people on this podcast. But this week, folks, we have a theme. We're doing Kamala and Joe, our, our, our new leaders. I have pictures of both of them on my wall now. I look at them every morning. <laughs> I have photographs that will lead to the arrest of Kamala Biden. <laughs> I got the commemorative plates. Yeah. This article is fantastic because 
it is coming from the point of, like, wasp fear of the dangers of Catholicism as, like, a crazy and bent-out-of-shape religion compared to American Protestantism, which is just, like, pilgrims whipping themselves for having an erection. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar to that, uh... Catholic versus Protestant heaven Simpsons bit. I oh, I fucking... Dude, when you send me those Simpsons bits, it's my favorite thing in the goddamn world. Oh my god, you're right. Protestant heaven is a bunch of waspy Everyone fucking... in Protestant heaven is George W. Bush. Yeah, and they're Catholic playing... Catholic heaven, it's just like... The mafia, a bunch of drunk fighting Irishmen. Yes, exactly, exactly. The, the people who made this country great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, we have an article this week titled, The Danger of Having a Catholic President by Jessica Kramer in the American Conservative. No relation to Seinfeld, I presume. No, there is a relation, and she also said the word. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's get into it, folks. Okay, alright. So it starts out here. It is a real tragedy that both times the United States has elected a Catholic president, we failed in spectacular fashion to choose an Orthodox one. (laughs) (laughs) We need a Greek Orthodox president. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing guessing that Kennedy's aversion to Orthodox Catholicism is like being tepidly in support of civil rights. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Being Irish, which was at that point a person of color. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kennedy was the first black president. Um, so, she goes on. The truly historic part of President Joe Biden's election is not that Vice President Kamala Harris is the first woman in person of color to serve in that office, nor that he is the second, quote-unquote, Catholic president. <laughs> but that Biden is the first uh, Catholic president to be openly against church teaching on the most important and fundamental religio-political issues of the age. Marriage, contraception, abortion, gender, and religious liberty. That's so fucking cool, man. First of co- first we're going to start with quote unquote Catholic. Fucking <laughs> I worked with this crazy Protestant psychopath who literally went to church like 6 days a week and would tell me Jeez. that sometimes his pastor was phoning it in. And uh, <laughs> I brought up to him the fact that certain Protestants thought that Catholicism like was fake and like not a not a Christian religion. Yeah. And he was like, "No, I believe that." <laughs> which is really cool that guy's now at jerry falwell university shout out to him but uh, nice wow I mean, Going they, they got they they gotta be jealous because if you're a catholic you don't have to whip yourself you don't have to be hardcore if you don't want you just got to show up like a few times a year and if you ever get nervous you just go to confession it's all done <laughs> yeah. yeah like we said protestant heaven is everybody playing fucking croquet catholic heaven is everybody irish step dancing yes <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it goes on here and they talk about the most important and fundamental religio politically <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, so, okay, yeah, you don't have a religion, you have a set of beliefs that you want other people to adhere by to create your ideal, perfect world. Um, yeah. And then they just, basically, the point of this whole paragraph is there hasn't been a, per, a Catholic president in 60 years. <laughs> and 60 years ago, all this shit was uh, the other way. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, she says, President Biden should be excommunicated. 
<laughs> or in the very least, denied communion for the sake of his own soul and those he affects with his falsity. A cultural Catholic like Biden is dangerous. Catholics like him lead souls to error and sin by signaling that church teaching is somehow optional or that faith can be a private matter, an ascent of the mind or sentiment of the heart, and that Christ doesn't ask more of us than that. <laughs> I had to be a vaguely Catholic for a while when I was a, a kid, and uh, mm-hmm. I, do, I do recall them saying... Uh, it was a whole thing. It's supposed to be private. You're not supposed to be out in the open and annoying about it. They didn't say annoying, but, you know, we can read between the lines. Ah, this is a fucking amazing fucking sentiment. First off, the current Pope is, like, doing the same fake liberal bullshit that Biden is. Biden believes all the same things you do, Jessica yeah. Kramer. He yeah. is working backwards to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and second, the idea of punishing him by just having... Some, like, DC swamp monster deacon denying him the little cracker, and that yeah. will save the soul of America. <laughs> like, that, shit's, that shit rules. I don't need it anyway, Jack. It makes my tongue dry. Yeah, exactly. If Joe Biden were to eat that, all the water would leave his body instantly. Yeah. Can't do that. It's like, it's, it's the SpongeBob movie where they're on the, the platform in the light. Yeah. Dry up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as Father David Dufres- Dufresne of St. <laughs> Mary's Basilica, ba- Basilica. Basilis, Basilica. Basilica. <laughs> Basilica in Alexandria, That's Virginia. not a weird word, Daddy. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> said on a recent Sunday, quote, It is unthinkably scandalous that President Biden claims to be a devout Catholic, supports, advocates, and wants us to pay for dismembering children on an average of about 3,000 every single day in America. <laughs> so, of course, she, you know, she goes on to just complain in paragraph after paragraph about Biden being pro-abortion and pro-trans and funding for Planned Parenthood and how, you know, it's all sacrilege and blasphemy. But of course, Biden isn't pro-trans. Biden isn't pro-abortion. You know, he's a puppet. he's, he's, He's not allowed. He's not in his, like mind whatever semblance of what he has left and even if he's not allowed to talk about that though it's like his administration has to toe this weird line even when he's trying man when he hasn't been hit with the pulp fiction adrenaline shot in a little while he's just like poor kids can be just as smart as white kids (laughs) yeah like he's just like saying the quiet part loud because that's what he knows that's what he's lived yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah but i agree let's go on about uh joe biden the great satan inshallah (laughs) This celebration of Biden's brand Biden's brand of Catholicism is a candid display of how liberalism is at odds with real religion. A pluralistic society requires a watering down of faith so as to not come head to head with any absolute truth. She says liberalism demands a privatized faith. So obviously she's not saying what, you know, it, That statement is true in the sense that, you know, American Christianity is just a placeholder for consumerism at the behest of liberalism, because we live in a liberal society, we live in a liberal economic order, that's that's how it works. That's also always the purpose of religion in, like, another, like, woke kind of way, like, besides the nice societal aspects, like, helping you deal with uh, when you lose a loved one or something like that. 
Uh, the other part of religion is it's a money laundering scheme to get out of paying taxes in every country in the world. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and specifically this one, where not paying taxes is more of a religion than any one religious ideal. Yeah. And even then, yeah. most religions demand a privatized faith. They want you to keep it to yourself. It's just, it's annoying fandoms is what it comes down to. <laughs> it's people that just can't like the thing they like on their own. They have to make everyone try and like it. And if you don't, you're a fucking party pooper. That she thinks her brand of religion is in any way materially different from Biden's brand of Catholicism is well, fucking dumb. Yeah, the... The biggest main difference is that this lady just, like, glares at her family members every night and hasn't said a word versus Biden, like, kisses Hunter on the lips every single night. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs> Tom Brady Catholicism. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> and you know what? It's a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, it continues. It implies that somehow secularism is the obvious default in a free society. Okay, get ready for this one. And that politics isn't at root theological. This is ludicrous. When I vote for the president, he is my god. <laughs> yeah, like, the divine right of presidents. This is like the liberal libidinal thing, but instead of sex, conservatives have, uh worship in a dark room and feeling bad about yeah. themselves just, yeah different strokes different folks absolutely uh so yeah she's a theocrat uh she just said it cool. um so she goes on but liberals also like the novelty of touting a catholic president it's how we ended up with the fictional notre dame alumnus president jed bartlett in the west Wing. <laughs> <laughs> you can be catholic as long as you're not catholic <laughs> So yeah, no I do like the novelty of a Catholic president in that, like you said, drunk Irish jig dancing as opposed to <laughs> yeah. cold British colonialism. The <laughs> badminton. But uh, yeah, this sucks because this person watches the West Wing and their like biggest hang up is that they're not the wrong kind of Catholic or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone's looking for representation, Joey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and her representation her representation in the West Wing is just people that get owned intellectually. Is that what happens to every right-winger in the show? Yeah. To any right-winger or anyone who's just like, I don't think black people should die. And the main character's like, "Ha, you're a fool. Let me school yeah. you on the rules." That was actually a racist <laughs> really for cool. you to think that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so she goes on. Of course, this paragraph here was inevitable. Uh, just compare the treatment of Amy Cody Barrett's faith with that of Joe Biden. Both are Catholic, yet one was feared for the authenticity of her faith, and the other is now celebrated as, quote, perhaps the most religiously observant commander-in-chief in half a century. What the fuck does that mean? He goes to church and he stays there for hours because he doesn't know where he is and he can't find his car keys. <laughs> And they have donuts afterwards. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, and... of course. Joe Biden hasn't driven himself anywhere in a very long time. His dad could drive a car, not him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but think about it. He he goes, you know, he says hello to everyone he knows in the lobby. You know, they have treats. Yeah. And he's really, he's there until Dr. Jill says he can leave. <laughs> yeah, Barrett's faith, faith in that of Joe Biden's is the same. Joe Biden just, like, you know, prays to God that his uh, dead son won't... Arise from the dead and strangle him 
as a sign from God to stop using him as an excuse for not giving people health care. Versus <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett just, like, goes to a mega church and just, like, will do whatever the Heritage Foundation wants. It was yeah. funny that it was framed as a Catholic thing by the conservatives, and now they're doing a Catholic thing. <laughs> the, the message is that both parties are ruled by wasps, and as soon as the Catholics unite, no one can stop us. <laughs> 23 will rule the rest. 23%. Like a rack. Okay, so she goes on... Liberalism's fear of an authentic Catholic in office exists for two main reasons. Obedience to authority and sexual conservatism. A Catholic believes the church was founded by Christ and is protected from error by the Holy Spirit. Thus, it has final authority over every Catholic. And as a result, she says she can only make judgments through the eyes of God. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> so, she's also saying that America should be ruled by the Pope? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, just... This is the things they said against John F. Kennedy. They were like, the Pope's gonna rule this country if John F. Kennedy becomes the president. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what they said. Now she's just calling for it, which is cool. That's awesome. And again, she wouldn't like this Pope because he's like woke or whatever. And he's like, maybe yeah. God's an energy. <laughs> God is a vibe. Yeah, exactly. The, the vibe Pope. He's Famously, never, uh, by the way, he was supposed to die. He's got something wrong with his lungs and they thought he'd die after a couple years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they could get their uh, pedophile buddy as the Pope like he was supposed to be. But now he's just like held on forever. Yeah, it turns he, out turns out God's real and he likes this guy. So if there is a God, he's at direct war with the Catholic Church. The guy that they wanted had was like too steeped in scandal, right? Yeah, like covering yeah, that's why up I like him pedophilia. A pedophile guy, allegedly yeah, yeah. in Minecraft. I don't know if he did it or he protected it or what. Hey, who gives a shit? I think he difference? probably did both, allegedly. Yeah, in exactly, exactly. Um, who knows? If you're that into religion, man, if you're just like a queenie yeah. guy who loves rituals and you haven't been allowed to have <laughs> sex for fifty years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, the Catholic Church is the most visible remaining institution in opposition to contraception. <laughs> Which, why is this such a big fucking deal for her? Opposition to contraception. Holy shit. The war against condoms. That's what she's still it, trying to continue. She, she wants premarital sex to be outlawed. Yes. Like, these these are the things she's fighting for. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, ask the average Trump voter what he thinks of that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. But, ah, uh, that's cool. Catholics who are Orthodox abide by church teaching and are thus conservative when it comes to sex. By this, an Orthodox Catholic threatens liberalism's social order, now built on the freedom of sexual relativism. <laughs> you can have sex Fucking more than once salad. to produce your very large boy named Bison. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Uh, so shitty. And it's really hypocritical, too, because once a Catholic is married, it's, you, you have to pump out as many kids as possible. Yeah, we're taking over, man. 23%? We're 25 by next year, baby. Let's go. <laughs> okay, uh, this is the last, uh, the last paragraph here. Liberalism worries that a Catholic would impose his worldview on the body politic through temporal power. 
<laughs> but I worry that fake Catholics will lead souls to eternal error with their heresy. <laughs> we need to pray for President Biden's conversion. Who knows? The Lord may be doing something we cannot see right now. Just as I trust he did with President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the first thing is I totally agree with her in that I believe Donald Trump thinks he talks to God. <laughs> in a much yeah. different way than what George Bush cynically said, Joe Bu or Donald Trump's like, how are you, God? Yes, you're looking wonderful. I, yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Talks to God about Anna Wintour. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's... That is a completely unhinged psychopath right there. I will say, uh, Catholics are now in charge of the Supreme Court, the executive branch, and, uh, the House. Versus, I guess, through Chuck Schumer, there's a Jewish Senate, so QAnon's gonna love that. Uh, <laughs> uh Tucker Carlson's Irish. Uh, <laughs> the MSNBC and CNN equivalents... Presumably Irish. Anderson Cooper, he's probably a bog man. Uh, I think we're doing pretty well. I think the Catholics are coming in in a really big way. surprise it was cool that he uh yelled at her for a minute i kind of didn't yeah. expect that it was he was really... like you made fun of me on twitter yeah and it was really cool when senator uh the fucking white cajun yeah. kennedy yeah. republican <laughs> was like you called <laughs> senator sanders an ignorant slut <laughs> and then he took out his revolvers he was like yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That was really cool. And then he was like, I want to go on the record and say I did not call Senator Sanders an ignorant slut. Yeah. Oh, thank you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Bernie hit a layup on that one, of course, because yeah. he's a beast. Yeah, that was funny, but, uh. <laughs> great fucking situation there, man. I'm Absolutely. guessing she is going to literally exist to, uh. Neuter Bernie. and neuter Bernie. Yeah, yeah, as the fucking chairman of the committee. <laughs> beautiful you love to see it folks she won't be allowed to tweet for like four years yeah that's funny she's already making alts to like uh get in a hundred <laughs> comment fights with me about i heard i heard she was deleting a shit ton of tweets <laughs> oh she deleted like all of like so many tweets awesome that's how you do it yeah you, just, you, you run the matt brunig bot and then the next day you say. got a job in congress baby let's go <laughs> all right um you want to uh, do this next um, this next article here? Uh, yeah, folks, let's get into it. We're going uh, across the aisle. We're bridging the divide and going to talk about Auntie Kamala. <laughs> yeah. And more yeah. over, her uh, stepdaughter. Mm. Is this the stepdaughter? No, it's her niece? niece, actually. Oh, her niece. Yeah, so not the really awesome, like... The model. 
Yeah, Missingo-looking Bushwick girl, but uh, just <laughs> another one just getting in on it. Let's hear. Let's read about yeah. it. Who's who is rocking the James Biden playbook, baby? I want to hear about it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we talked about the Biden scandal of him being a Catholic in name only, uh, and now we're going to talk about one of Kamala's own uh, scandals with an article titled "Mina Harris Has a Personal Brand." Some fear she's profiting from her Aunt Kamala's office by Noah Bierman in the L.A. Times. We're back at the L.A. Times, folks. Love to go to L.A. This is, to be fair, it's like L.A. is one of the only cities that ha can have a Times at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, so it starts out. Five days before Kamala Harris was sworn in as vice president, her niece, Mina Harris, appeared on the Today Show for an interview conducted by Jenna Bush Hager, daughter of former president George W. Bush. We're getting this bag. Yes, yes, we are. We're making this dough. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. We're making money. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. Mina discussed the historic nature of the moment, along with a pitch for her latest children's book, Ambitious Girl, released on the <laughs> eve of the inauguration. She wore a pink sweatshirt emblazoned with the word ambitious in large type, plugging a popular item in her phenomenal brand clothing line. <laughs> Fucking right, amazing. But if you could just get one that says Pizza Hut. It's just like... <laughs> Yeah, th there's a law that says you can't profit off of uh, Kamala being in the office and then just wearing, like, an ad for your fucking children's yeah. book. Oh, fuck. I hope she gets into the pillow game as well. Puts Mike Lindell and David Hogg out for their money. Let's go. <laughs> All this as pictures of Mita and Kamala Harris flashed across the screen. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. The television appearance, like others in recent months, demonstrated the degree to which the 36-year-old social media influencer has <laughs> met her personal brand with her aunt's ascendant political career. Can you be an influencer over that old? 36-year-old social media influencer. <laughs> you're basically dead at 36, you can, right? You can be if you're the niece of the vice president. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Social media influencer Hunter Biden. <laughs> He is an influencer, yeah, man. I follow him. I'm excited about his new projects, and I'm going to go to his <laughs> art show, which is probably going to be no mask for some reason. His his new yeah. book, Dreaming Big. <laughs> Hunter Biden's written The Secret 2. <laughs> A current White House official who watched the segment was taken aback. Mina, who is an unpaid campaign representative, would not have been given the prominent platform or appearances on The View and spreads in glossy magazines if she weren't the vice president's niece. She has used that publicity to promote her lifestyle brand, which has over time capitalized on Kamala Harris's name, likeness, life history, and political slogans to produce clothing, videos, best-selling children's books, and designer headphones. <laughs> Tupac by Kamala. <laughs> Tupac by Kamala by Mina. Yeah. Fucking... So this is this is virtually no different at all from what every single Trump kid did. But we have to give I have to give her a little bit of a shout out, right? Because Kamala is such a zero charisma wise. Yeah. Just has nothing. Her entire yeah. campaign was a Silicon Valley funded venture, and that's why she's the vice president. Uh, they're really squeezing water out of a rock here, aren't they? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, look at this. They're get they're getting the bag, and until she was vice president, I mean, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the senator from California that is not currently flying a Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mina Harris is she's pictured in this article wearing a tank top with Ruth Bader Ginsburg's face on it, uh, under a hot pink suit jacket. She looks fucking. T- Terrible, folks. And <laughs> just completely clashing. Oh, fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that half of you are... The other parts of this podcast are a high-fashion podcast as well. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, that's fucking awesome. An RBG face suit. Uh, yeah. RBG, a person more personally responsible for Amy Coney Barrett than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Her promotional activities and close involvement in her aunt's career have long raised eyebrows among Kamala Harris's aides and advisors. What, that she's just taking selfies with her, like, on the debate stage and using it to (laughs) hawk tummy tea? Like, that's so fucking funny. (laughs) All right. The younger Harris, a Harvard-trained lawyer who previously worked at Uber, along with her stepfather, Tony West... The fucking started... family business for this co- for this fucking family is literally Uber, which is <laughs> yeah. rewriting the labor laws of America. <laughs> so by the time they increase the minimum wage, you won't earn a wage, you'll work for an app. Yeah. She started a company four years ago that sells socially conscious t-shirts and sweatshirts, often worn by celebrities and posted on her Instagram, TikTok, and other social media accounts alongside selfies she's taken with her aunt. Yeah, dude, she is a lawyer, so she it's not like this is the only thing she can do. She's just like, no, this is more profitable than doing yeah. the law. Exactly. (laughs) Cynical application of identity politics? Baby, let's go. And it's not like this is a disgrace to Kamala's career. This is what Kamala's career is. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I love, uh, I love, I love socially conscious t-shirts. It's like this t-shirt isn't racist, but probably is made by a Malaysian making (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, immigrants, they get the job done, but it's printed in a factory in Guatemala (laughs) run by death squads. All right. There is increasing concern that the personal branding endeavors will bring the vice president unwanted scrutiny now that her stature is at a new high. Imagine if this was the Trump family. Imagine what that sentence would be. Yeah, this is hilarious, but oh my god. Quote, Some things can't be undone, said the White House official, who would only speak anonymously to discuss one of the most sensitive and personal issues in the Biden-Harris White House. That being said, behavior needs to change. So, one of the most sensitive issues in the Biden-Harris White House is, like, boilerplate nepotism? I'm so surprised. It's like, who can grift and when? Yeah. We're all all trying to grift here, folks. We gotta, we gotta, you know, toe the line. Yeah. Fucking amazing like just republicans sweep the house and senate in 2022 and literally impeach biden and harris over this over a t-shirt that says (laughs) immigrants get the job done yeah fucking cool uh vice president harris and president biden campaigned explicitly against the trump family self-dealing and were put on the defensive over hunter biden's foreign business entanglements as opposed to james biden's beau biden's Mina Harris's, Tony West's, Kamala Harris's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Joe, it's funny that you mentioned the other Biden bros, because I've got a very exciting little tidbit here. The president has recently faced renewed questions over his brother, Frank Biden. 
<laughs> whose Florida law firm has sought to promote its White House connection. All right, get this. You heard that right, okay? A new Biden brother just dropped. I'd never Let's heard of this guy. fucking go. He definitely looks like Frank Reynolds. That's my <laughs> Yo, new Biden's dropping 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Biden works at a Boca Raton law firm that specializes in injury law, and they now tote their proximity to power. That specializes in injury law in Boca Raton. So yes, is... and they talk about how they're connected to the federal government. This is a firm explicitly for, like, old people to do slip and falls on one another. That's so fucking cool. And now they're so like, yeah, I'm, I'm basically the president. It's injury law, so you know he has every billboard around Boca Raton that's like, hey, you know you can fucking sue, right? I'm amazed that didn't flip Florida by itself. So they've they've spent a bunch of money to replace every picture of Frank on the billboard with one of him and Joe like shaking hands or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for uh, as Biden's presidency continues, more Biden brothers to start popping up doing funny, silly things. Yeah. Well, he's from an Irish family, so I presume I'm never going yeah, to look exactly. into it because I'm not going to spoil it for myself. I presume <laughs> he's got 16 brothers. Yeah. I can't wait. For, I can't wait for Mo Biden to come out of the woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally, maybe maybe one of maybe the Unabomber's a Biden brother. We don't know. We just don't have the facts, folks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Mina's ethic issues sit in a gray area. More problems of appearance than legality. They do not rival the entanglements created by the family of former President Trump. A business led by his sons Eric and Donald Jr. and owned by Trump profited from allied political groups and depended on foreign foreign governments while he sat in the Oval Office. Of course, the Bidens already did that. Uh, his daughter Ivanka and son-in-law Jared Kushner held major interests in a lifestyle brand and family, which is what which is what Mina has a lifestyle brand <laughs> yeah. described as that earlier in the article. Uh, and family real estate businesses while they served as senior advisors to the president. Yeah, I I have yet to see any proof that any of this matters. You know what I mean? Because the Trumps yeah. are very blatant about it. They're like, oh, the Secret Service agents have to eat in my restaurant. Like, it's just <laughs> the stupidest shit. So, fucking, yeah, and Hunter Biden owns the third biggest diamond in the world or something. So, <laughs> all things considered... <laughs> Like, good luck. He's going to have it put in his forehead. <laughs> uh, after Biden-Harris won the election, the transition team's ethics lawyers told Mina that she could no longer produce clothing or write new books with her aunt's name or likenesses, according to a White House official. Mina would not say whether she continues to collect royalties from her first book, which features her aunt's name and image on the cover. A White House official said the book, along with, quote, Vice President Auntie sweatshirts, <laughs> Harris-themed swimsuits, and other products previously sold were not allowed under the current rules. It's not even, Harris like, clever thought out. Yeah. So yeah. She is my auntie. She is the vice president. There it is. <laughs> There's the sweatshirt. But even after the briefing with ethics lawyers, Mina flew to the inauguration on a private plane with a Biden donor and posted about the trip on Instagram, which was first reported by Politico. She launched a production company that produced a video with a political group to celebrate her aunt, and she collaborated on a special edition Beats by Dre headphones that used a slogan popularized by Kamala Harris. The first, but not the last. And, that, and, and they were sent to celebrities. So then it's not a special edition. <laughs> Yeah, only fucking rich people get it. 
But it's the first, not the last. It's just a bad way to brand a special edition. If we've learned anything, it's that Mina Harris is horrible at branding things. And fucking ridiculous. Again, beats by Tupac. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Uh, in addition, Phenomenal's online store continues to sell a sweatshirt that reads, I'm speaking, a Kamala Harris quote <laughs> that went viral after she said it while debating then-Vice President Mike Pence. Oh my god, the I'm speaking thing. Yeah. That was so funny, because Kamala was, like, so off her kilter the entire time, it was so weird watching her speak for an extended period of time, and then Mike Pence was just like, God is in the room, God is inside of me, ripping his shirt <laughs> off or something. Super cool. I was still really right. hoping he'd go full fire and brimstone, but he he didn't. Yeah. No, they, exactly, that's why coward. him and Trump were there together, they're like a comedic duo, you know what I mean? One's the straight <laughs> man, and one's just like, maybe we'll nuke the hurricane, I don't know, we'll see what's up. <laughs> uh, so, during uh, the campaign, she made and sold t-shirts, and refused to say where the proceeds went. Uh, after facing scrutiny, she tweeted, quote, I will not be silenced. Uh, the Biden administration... <laughs> I will not be silenced over selling pictures of Kamala Harris for $50 a pop to all these rooms. Yeah. <laughs> the Biden administration has been touting, you know, all these ethics policies, but they won't make a decision on nepotism. What does that mean? A decision on nepotism? I don't know. People are asking them about it because it was a big deal with Trump and they just won't, like, do a concrete answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going to do nepotism. That's why we all yeah, fucking of course. do this. That's the whole point. Yeah. Joe Biden has to do a speech. He's like, hey, we all got a son, don't we? Everyone's got a son. <laughs> uh, it goes on. Family played a role in Kamala Harris's unsuccessful presidential campaign. Maya Harris, Mina's mother, and Kamala's only sibling held a senior leadership role and reportedly clashed with other staffers. Yeah, that's why it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I'm sure it is insane to just be like, yeah, my sister's gonna run my campaign because she's great at Excel or whatever. Like, but... Holy... But when the sister's candidate is Kamala Harris, like, she doesn't have much yeah, to Yeah, yeah, exactly. There. Who cares? That was... In... The entire thing was just collect a paycheck from the Silicon Valley and Thesters. The whole thing's yeah. being run on teal money, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Minecraft. Mina has also taken official and unofficial roles advising her aunt. While still in her 20s, Mina was named a deputy campaign manager in her aunt's 2010 campaign for California Attorney General. She was an official surrogate for the vice presidential campaign, but was brushed back by advisors when her LinkedIn resume briefly said she was a senior advisor, according to a former official, who said Mina removed it after being told that that was not her title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I basically ran this shit. Yeah, but... Uh, you know my whole theory about machine state politics and how Kamala Harris was manufactured specifically for the yeah. purpose of becoming eventually the president. Yeah, and she like, was like, I want to get my niece a paycheck. Exactly, exactly. So she was just like, yeah, you can get this bag with me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you can sell drawstring bags with my face on it. Yeah, exactly. I, I like you more than my Bushwick stepdaughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Richard Painter, who is ethics czar for president... Ethics czar (laughs) for President George W. Bush, said Kamala Harris has limited control over her family members. She can legally forbid them from using her name and likeness. She can implore them not to get on private planes with contributors, and she can restrict contact between administration appointees and family members. But... If Mina travels on private planes with campaign donors or uses her aunt's name for personal benefit, he said, I'm not sure I'd want her around in the next vice presidential campaign. She just gets really <laughs> mad and starts selling hoodies that say, like, vice president bitch instead. <laughs> I mean, everything the guy said was more or less reasonable, but the first sentence is he was the ethics czar of George W. Bush. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> What a title! What a title to tell other people you had! (laughs) I don't sleep at night. Yeah, exactly! I'm haunted by their faces and names. They visit me in my dreams. Please kill me. Please, please kill me. That part wasn't included, allegedly. Oh my Uh, god. So yeah, that's that's that article. That's the uh, current Kamala scandal. I'm sure it won't be the last. Not the first, not the last. Uh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, nepotism isn't going away, folks. That's how the whole thing no. works. Fucking Rand Paul is Ron Paul's son, right? That's the whole point. He is? <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah. he is, and neither of them have ever done much. I thought they were each other's husband. Yeah, they're, they're like, uh, they were like born at the same time. Yeah, no, uh, the neighbor was charged with a hate crime because Rand Paul, Aaron just assumed Rand Paul was gay. Rand Paul is Bizarro Ron Paul. Bizarro Ron Paul. Ron Paul himself is pretty bizarro. Those newsletters are, like, fucking nutty. Tune in in this 4th of July to hear uh, Ron talk about his favorite part of the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) (laughs) What a fun time we had today, folks. We had a good time today. We had some laughs. Yeah. If I wanted to say anything in closing about nepotism in America, Hunter Biden, there is an open Senate seat coming up in Ohio in the next two years. If you were to move there today, I think it could be yours, man. I will fucking move there now. Mid-virus, I don't give a shit. I'll start laying down your ground campaign. Just link up. Let's make some money, brother. The mo- and Mina Harris, Mina Harris, uh, there's a seat coming up in Ohio. I'll move there right now. Start setting up your infrastructure and we'll beat Joe. My uh, my top Spotify listeners are in Ohio right now, so I'll go there too, just because it feels so nice to be appreciated. <laughs> Matt's the divorced child as me and uh, Danny run different nepotistic campaigns. Yeah, the, the, That's like a Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah, my podcast divorce album will be so good. <laughs> oh, oh my god. We have fun here. <laughs> we like to we have, have fun, fun here, here, folks. Don't this, we? Don't. Yeah, we do. This, this is a no shoes kind of office. We like to have fun here. <laughs> yeah, the Boomer yeah. Death Squad office complex. Hey, the you people like listening World Trade to this. Center building. If you ever want to, if you ever want to take out a little aggression, just kick the uh, kick the copying machine. I'm sure the little guy in there who uh, you know makes all the copies would hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Just rattle That's him up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Torture the copy machine band. 
Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair pretty, and make me a night in Atlantic City. Bart Simpson, welcome to Protestant heaven. Ruin one, hurrah! Poppy, have you seen Dash? Where's Homer and Bart? <laughs> now dance, your heavenly gobs! Everything dies, maybe that's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on.